And welcome in to the Upshift Podcast with your hosts, Dwayne and Brian. Dwayne, how you been, buddy? I'm good, Brian. How are you? <laughs> Doing pretty good. Today is a monumental day for us. Yes, it is. It is February the 19th, 2020. Right. And what did we do today? We published our I uh, no, our podcast. Yes. Yes, we published our podcast. And we have one listen. <laughs> <laughs> One. So this is for you, big guy. Yeah. This is for you. But that that probably was Rudy. <laughs> and and I, I listened to it. And I listened to it too. Well, I guess we don't count. Yeah, I guess. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe we don't count. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Doesn't we're, matter. we're here to I'm have doing fun. this for my enjoyment. We're yeah. we're here for the people. That's right. If that's just that one guy or gal. Now, it could be a gal. We don't know. Yeah. Maybe you'll get a love letter. Possibly. <laughs> the Upshift Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. <laughs> so, the Upshift Podcast uh, on Instagram and the Upshift Podcast on Facebook. That's Find right. We will set all the of those Facebook pl- up. Pl- platforms. The Facebook will be set up tomorrow. Oh, okay. Okay. So, February the 20th. February 20th, yes. 2020. Yes. Wow. Monumental so, day. That's right. That's pretty cool. I mean, you know, that's, I, I'm enjoying this. I think it's fun. Um, and, again, where we live here in the sunny south, we have had some great weather up until today. But Monday, we rode 80. I rode 80 miles. That's right. And you broke 200 miles on your new motorcycle. I did. I did. <laughs> I rode through the country Yeah. down to the, the new shop. Yeah. Well, the hopefully new shop. Yeah. All that goes through. They'll we'll have a the Upshift a Podcast new, studio, the studio coming soon. Coming soon. That's right. Yes, Upshift Podcast. Yeah, that'll look good on the window there, painted. Oh yeah, people will be like, God, who are those? Who clowns? are those losers? Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I rode the new motorcycle of Do the Country. I really enjoyed that. That's the first time I've ridden it by myself. Did you know that? I really liked it. Um, I was thinking that we need to give a, um, a review of that bike. I am tickled with a lot of the things. One of the things I thought was interesting, and I'm going to see if you think. The uh, gauges, you have to look a long way away from the road to see how fast you're going on that bike. Really? Yeah. I mean, because it's a shark nation, you know, that nose is gigantic out there, and you have to look a long way. To, I kept having to really look down to see how fast I was going. Now, I was going pretty fast in a lot of places I shouldn't have. Well, me and um, you hit the highway, and we were on the exit going up the hill. It was 100. Yeah. It was 100. <laughs> and I was in fourth gear. And I was like, whoa, baby, that thing will roll. Yeah, and coming down there, uh, it was daylight when I came down. Mm-hmm. And I looked down, I was running 90, and literally, I was cruising. But I was getting past. Right. So I wasn't even thinking about it. And then I got out there and I was on the road. You know, it's a straight shot to that the exit we were getting off of, you know, to, to get to your new place. And I was like, there's no one around me. And then I, I was like, oh, okay, I'm, well, I'm rolling pretty quick. One of the things I was very impressed with, and I've been told this and I never believed it, is the wind is different when it hits that fairing. Mm-hmm. And it hits that fairing and it doesn't move that bike. That bike. Was straight, straight as, as an arrow, arrow. Mm-hmm. and it it was very smooth. And but I will tell you this: I think the electric drive's faster. I don't see how that's possible because it's a one hundred and seven, and this is a one fourteen. But 
I don't, I don't know. It just seemed to me that the electro, the electro dots seemed faster. Now, one of the, I will tell you this, I thought was interesting today. I was looking at the specs, doing my homework for the podcast, because that's what I do always. Yeah, I'm day. always prepared. Yes. And uh, I, I, Indian always touted, at least in 17 and 18, when we went down there, right, that their bike was 300 pounds less than the comparable Harley. Okay. And that would be their Roadmaster with a tour pack. Yep. That's their, to, their elite touring bike, the right, Roadmaster. Compared to a, an Electroglide. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they said it weighed 300 pounds less. And it did in those years. Um, and I would assume that Harley would have put their har- their bikes on a diet. So I got to looking at the specs, and that's not true, actually. So what did you find? I found that the uh, Road Glide weighs 930 pounds. Can you believe that? The so Road Glide Limited. Limited, yes. yes. With the tour pack and everything. Not with me on it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that means. But we'll go to nine, the truck stop and weigh that in. Yeah, I know. So 930 pounds. And I found something else interesting. Okay. We said on a previous podcast that our Harley's got 50 miles a gallon. It doesn't. It 42. Is, no, it's 47. Oh, okay. That's what their advertised specs are. Okay, right? yeah. Right off the... Okay. Right. Gotcha. And that's the 114. Mm-hmm. That is the 114. And that's their specs. But they say it weighs 930 pounds, which is, guess how much more than the Harley? Oh, Breaking news, how much? Well, shocker is that Challenger bike actually weighs more. Um, it said it weighed 700, 736 pounds, but it doesn't have a tour pack, it doesn't have lowers, and it's not water-cooled, I don't think. No, it's just it's air and oil. Right, and the, the fairing windshield didn't look as big as the one that's on mine. Now, that's just from their website. I got that information from their website. So I'm, we are stoked because we are going to Daytona on the 10th of March, and we are going to the dealership to ride the new bike, yeah. Challenger, yeah. right? We talked about that in the last podcast. We did. And, and I actually, you know, I sent you that text the other day. That is from bikeweek.com's mm-hmm. website. Right. There's one thing, and that, we're getting up early and eating breakfast, and that. Do we need to go make an appointment, or do you know? I got on their website, and I couldn't find anything. Okay. But, I mean, it is a few weeks away. We're sitting here at the 19th of February. We're right at a month away. Right. I'm, I'm going to call. I'm just going to call them up and say, hey. We want to be there. I want to be right. on this. Yes. Again, I'm... because what have we always said? Yeah, we're pretty much Harley-centric here because that's what we, we own and we ride. But, and, and if anyone will donate one of the other brands, we'd be happy oh. to ride it and critique it. I would be happy to. We'll even buy an Indian shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, something else, speaking of my bike, something else is that Harley has. Now, I want to know, is this new to 2020? 2020. 2020 has this reflex defensive rider system. Yeah. Okay. This is a collection of different technologies, okay, that uh, are supposed to help you ride the motorcycle um, for, uh, let's see, motorcycle performance to a available traction during acceleration, deceleration, and braking, okay? It's supposed to help aid the rider in all those things. So, and, it, and it starts off, it's got this cornering enhanced traction control system, all yeah. right? Uh, it keeps the bike from spinning out when you're giving it gas when it's leaning. I think that's right. Yeah. It's traction control designed to keep the rear wheel from spinning out when the motorcycle is accelerating while leaning in the enhancements rider, the ugh, 
that enhances the rider control and confidence, especially in wet weather. Yeah. Um, this has a rain mode. It has a, well, it has a rain mode. Mm -hmm. All right. Also has something called a drag torque slip control system. Yeah. They put yeah. a lot of TLAs on this, which, mm -hmm. is, which is called the DSCS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, HDDLPS. That's right. The drag torque slip control system is designed to reduce excessive rear wheel slip during downshift deceleration, especially when it's wet outside. Okay. Or That's what like the, the downshift. You're talking about when you downshift like right. too quick and the belt right. is not it catching slips. up with the wheel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they got that, um, which is extra. Now, this next one's kind of strange to me. This is the braking side of this. It's electronic link braking. Okay. Now, they've had that for a while. Mm -hmm. All um, ABS units. And right. the RDS, uh, what is that acronym again? That is an option. It is that an is option. An extra option. It is, and that option is nine hundred and ninety-five dollars. Yeah, now, can you get that option added to your bike? It comes from the factory. Okay, so you can't. You have to order it that way. Yeah. Okay. And and in the dealership, which you know everybody is price conscious now. I mean, right. here where we live, I mean, you can hit five six dealerships within a day on a Saturday. So you know everybody's trying to take their piece of the pie. I would say half of the bikes coming in the dealership have it, the other don't. I mean, that's a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's right. That make that's a uh, what twenty bucks, maybe a little over on a payment. Right. Uh, so that that's a that's a big break. You know, somebody saying I'd rather spend a thousand dollars on a set of bars and pipes, or or a thousand dollars go against. I don't, you know, pipes and bars that. Well, here, my problem, my problem is this. I love my bike. I love everything about this bike. I've only run 200 miles on it. Mm -hmm. Then I go read all this. I'm like, why doesn't my bike have this? I want it. Because <laughs> my bike didn't come with this. Yeah. Um, but the other thing it has here is um, anti-lock braking system. Okay, And it has cornering enhanced anti-lock braking system. Mm -hmm. Cornering enhanced, uh, they call it a C-ABC. Mm -hmm. ABS, I'm sorry. It's a variant of ABS that is designed to balance braking and cornering loads at the tire contact patch where the under-combined cornering and braking. I don't know if that made enough sense there, but basically it's going to use ABS in the corners when you're leaning the bike one way or the other. But the coolest feature of all of that is this vehicle hold control. Yeah. Whereas you pull up on a hill, huh. press the brake kind of hard, <laughs> and it just holds the brakes yeah. there until you... Start, engage. engage and yeah. start going. I thought, well, ding, dang it, that's pretty cool. I yeah. wish I had read that beforehand because I would made my new bike have this. I would have. Um, so you you feel a thousand dollars is a good investment. Yes, in I, I would. Okay. I would have spent a thousand dollars. I wouldn't have thought twice about it. Yeah, um, and but my I, time to do over. You know, and I have a Roguelite too, but mine is a Roguelite standard. Right, I didn't get the limited. Well, I would think that the problem with this system will be yeah. standard in all Harley bikes. Soon. I think moving forward, twenty twenty one, probably. I'm going to say just about every touring bike, right, is going to come that way. And now, now my bike supposedly has this TPS alert system. Yes, the yes. limited to do. Yeah. Yes, it does. You can okay. set it up on your uh, HD Connect. That's where it measures the tire pressure, and you can set that up with your phone, and mm -hmm. that's that's something I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, Harley's coming it's along with the technology. Coming along. I um, mean, yes. they're usually a lot behind the curve, and we love you, Harley. We ain't knocking you. I mean, golly, we buy your bikes and your clothes and everything. Um, but 
like we said, BMW, they've had all this stuff for years. Yeah, yes, and I was very proud one day. I walked in and said, oh, look, the, the, the Harley has the linked braking. And, and, of course, I was slammed to the ground from a BMW rider. He said, well, BMW has had that for 20 years. Yeah. And I'm like, well, who wants to ride a BMW? <laughs> they, they, they wear funny clothes. I liked it. But, I, I hey, liked them when I rode it until I was back on my Harley. You know, hey, so. Oh, well, but, you know, hey, still keeping talking about Harley-Davidson and the stock acronym of H-O-G. Give us a stock tip about Harley-Davidson. Well, Harley-Davidson. Harley-Davidson <laughs> mm. Harley stock um, fell 3%, I'd say, after they missed their revenue estimates. Now, understand yeah. something about revenue. Um, these numbers are given by Harley-Davidson. Yeah. Okay, They give those information to the analysts, and the analysts decide whether they're right or wrong. Okay. Mm -hmm. And basically, they were wrong, and the analysts, the analysts caught them on it. But here's the deal. Harley-Davidson reported $874 million, okay, in a quarter. Now, this is a quarter, okay, falling short of their $920 million estimate, yeah. okay? Now, and they also issued weaker guidance. Now, guidance is what they give out up front, and they say, hey, we're, this is, we're, they give out their guidance, which says, okay, this is how much money we're going to make in the future, next quarter, okay? And their guidance was weak, okay? So what's going to happen to the stock is it's going to continue to go down, 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 okay? So if you read that, you just think doom and gloom for motorcycles. There's never going to make any motorcycles ever again until you go look at Polaris, <laughs> okay? Polaris stock rose 8.5, I'm sorry, 5.8% after their power sports vehicle company, topped fourth quarter earnings, and blew away their estimates, okay? Now, it does say that they sold a whole lot more ATVs and that, snowmobiles and UTVs. That's why okay? Polaris slash Indian mm -hmm. has the deepest pockets. They can afford to let Indian come into its own, and it be a loss for them because they, they have all that other the ATVs, the side-by-sides, all of that that floats in me, they are a powerful company. And they have very, very, very good products. They do. They do. So I think Indian, are they ever going to catch the almighty Harley? No. Well, I think you sent it to me this week. What is it? No kid, no 12-year-old kid says, I can't wait to grow up and buy a Polaris. Polaris. <laughs> <laughs> and we love you, Polaris, yeah. Indian. But, it, but it's the, the mystique and the branding of Harley-Davidson. I'm just disappointed in the stock, and I'm disappointed in the way they're running the company, that portion. Although, I like all this new technology they're putting in the bike. I'm a big fan. Yeah, and yeah. I think it will grow. I mean, hey, they're electric bikes, electric bicycles, people. I mean, they again, we talked about it before. They're going to have to create their next rider. With, they're going to have to have something to bring them in. Right, I agree. And bring them in, get them off of another brand, or, or introduce them to motorcycling. They're doing it through the bicycles. That's right. That that's that's how it works. All right, now here's the big news. Okay, let's hear news. Bring it to us. Michael Jackson is selling his police spec Harley Davidson Road King, together with a whole bunch of other items from the Neverland Ranch. Michael Jackson, the singer. Michael Jackson. The shocking part about this is Michael Jackson owns a Harley. They didn't say what year the bike was, so I don't, I don't know. But 
Um, but it's a police special. Doesn't that seem a little odd? <laughs> I mean, what did Michael Jackson do? You ride it around the Neverland Ranch, you know, with the monkey? Or, I don't know. What? I, I don't know. I didn't did know. Did he even have driver's license? Yeah. Did he have an endorsement? I don't know. Didn't not too long ago? Didn't Elvis sell his motorcycle? And I see that. Well, the, Elvis didn't, but some family of his. Yeah. Well, the '57 Sportster that Elvis had that was on front of the Enthusiast and. Uh, the mid fifties, real famous. Mm-hmm. Harley owns that bike. Oh, okay. And I know they had it before two thousand three because it went on the world tour when Harley did the hundredth anniversary in two thousand three. Uh-huh. It went because uh, I went to Atlanta, I went to Milwaukee, and they had uh, a bunch of different things set up. Pretty much a a rolling museum, so to speak. And his bike was in there. I do have pictures of that. I will post them to our Instagram oh, okay. and uh, right. Facebook uh, cool. so everybody can see Elvis's bike that I saw in person. I thought was awesome. We need to be go back. We need to take a break here. Word from our sponsor. Okay. We don't have one yet, but <laughs> we need to put a spot for him right here. Okay. So we'll be right back in a minute. Okay, so you can edit that. Yeah. You don't have to stop me. Okay. Yeah, we're at 17 minutes. Okay, so now start again. And okay. This out. Uh, now we're going to product review. No, we need to say we're back. Okay, you but, need to do that. <laughs> okay, but yeah, but I know we're going to product review. Okay. Yeah, and we're back here on the Upshift Podcast with your host uh, Dwayne and Brian. Um, let's go into our product review. Brian here has purchased a few little uh, items uh, for me and Dwayne to try out. For years, I wore Tech socks. T E C H. That was the brand. Um, they're, uh, I mean, I always bought them at, I found them at Bike Week, like 20 years ago. Uh, and they were like a compression sock. You probably still have them. I do. I have like six <laughs> pairs. And because I, I, I take very good care of them, and they're very, I will bring them and show them to you. I mean, I wear them every, I'm okay with every you. Bike don't Week. Have I Please, still, you don't have to. <laughs> oh, you don't want to see my old no, socks? I don't want to see your old socks. They, uh, or they, your underwear. Okay, hey, I'm, I got riding underwear. But what, <laughs> oh, no, yeah. But what Post I, them on Instagram, yeah, would you? <laughs> okay, yeah, there'll be a picture of those real soon. Uh, Moto Skivvies. You ever heard of Moto Skivvies? I have not. Okay, Moto Skivvies makes uh, sport, adventure, and cruising motorcycle compression riding socks. Made with aloe. How do you make them with aloe? Looks I like don't you know. Wash that out. Uh, but I, I bought some. I bought you a pair. Yes. I bought myself a pair. And I'm gonna wear them. You have not wore yours yet. But I'm gonna. I had mine on Monday when I rode the 80 miles. Okay. Um, and I did wear them to work one day because I was sitting in the conference room all day. Um, and I like them. They're tall. I mean, they come up pretty close to your knee, but they are made. For that, I mean, you're sitting on a motorcycle. Think of the position that you're sitting in, and you're sitting for, I mean, like when we go on our trips, what 100, 120 miles at a time. That's not quite two hours. I mean, we do sit at our desk probably more, but we do move around a little more. We do kind of stretch out uh, in a desk chair, but kind of on a motorcycle, you're kind of set. What are these so- uh, socks supposed to do? Uh, circulate blood flow. In your legs in and feet. Legs. Okay. By and, compression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, compression. Yeah, they're motorcycle compression riding socks made with aloe. 
Moto Skivvies. They're not Moto a sponsor. Not I a bought them. I, they're like 20... They, well, they're they need to be a sponsor. Uh, yeah, they do. They were uh, 25 bucks a piece. Uh, I think they're good. I washed mine. Um, and I didn't dry them. I didn't really look to see if you're not supposed to do that. But, I mean, it says, Over a four-year period involving 765 respondents, 332 Riders reported experiencing leg cramps during motorcycle riding and 149 immediately after a ride. Many respondents also mentioned experiencing other symptoms of chronic uh, venous from, and from insufficient, no, not <laughs> uh, insufficient, such as itchy skin, restless leg syndrome, aching, and swollen legs. So I bought some to try out. And uh, I I like them so far. I mean, they're a little tall, but you know I I think you know for twenty five bucks. I mean, it's not going to break the bank. I think it's a pretty cool thing. I mean, we we wear a lot of gear here. Yes, we are helmet riders. We we do wear helmets. I wear a helmet anytime I get on my bike. I wear a helmet anytime I get on my bike. Um, not saying if you don't, we're going to throw you out and beat you up. It's a choice, and we live in a helmet-free state. Yes, and that's fine. I don't want the government or the anybody come tell you have to do this. I mean, we have to obey the speed limits. And, you know, those those are put in place. We should take those off. Get those removed. Let's start a campaign. Let's that start ship a campaign. podcast is against the speed limit. But no, we wear helmets for motorcycles. Oh, just motorcycles. Just only. motorcycles. Motorcycles and, speed limits. and Mustangs. <laughs> Mustangs for F one fifties. Okay, yeah. yeah, that too. Chevrolet Z seventy one. But no, and I wear high vis clothes. Yeah, uh, I do. I wear my safety vest. I I want to be seen. I have a red motorcycle. I want people to see me. Yes. Um, we participate in a I'd say a fairly dangerous sport. Uh, we're smaller than the Can't argue with you there. Uh, other guy out there um, on the road. Um, and I love my helmet. Actually, it takes a lot of the fatigue. Your head is not bobbing around all day. And I've spent, oh my gosh, numerous, numerous, numerous dollars on, on gear. That some worked and some didn't. Well, now, Brian, I remember we went to Daytona. And you made fun of me because I brought... Three helmets. Yes, she did. And well, and you kind of have to. <laughs> I have a full face helmet mm-hmm. where the front unlatches and goes up. I have uh, a, another what three quarter helmet that I like the best of my helmets. But riding a long distance on the highway, I kind of like the full face helmet. I like that. Uh, and then if but if you're at Daytona and it's hot, you know, mm-hmm. eighty degrees or whatever. If it's above 80 degrees, I don't really want to wear that three-quarter helmet because it's just hot. Um, we need to come up with some kind of cooling system for a helmet. Do they make such a thing? Won't you look that up? Look that up, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and create that. Create that, yes. I should, I yeah. should. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of vents uh, and things like that. I never thought vents really worked in any kind of helmet that I've ever had. I'm sure that they do, but you just don't really notice very much. They need um, to be bigger with bigger scoops. There, there is a helmet, and I found them in Sturgis, mm-hmm. and I haven't been able to find them again. It's called Kirsch with a K, and they have a gel insert, and the helmet's pretty heavy, and they were, uh, they were like a a GoFundMe. They just kind of started out. This is in 2017, 
and I still have all of their information. I'm going to look them up. Okay. And just see, because, I mean, the, everything they showed me looked pretty cool. They were uh, 250 bucks, I think, 300 somewhere through there. Um, and they had a gel insert that you could take out and like, put in a cooler. I don't think you could freeze it. Oh, so you're talking it makes it cool while you ride. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the way it set on your head. Uh, and it was real low profile, but, you know, it was maybe snail approved. I'm trying to go back, but it was cursed with a with a K. I will find them. Mm-hmm. We'll maybe link up with them and see if they're going to be in Daytona um, and check them out. But we'll, we'll have another podcast between here and Daytona, but. Man, that's gear. We're gearing up. I don't think you're going to get another podcast before Daytona. We're going to do. We're going to do Daytona. We'll do it while we're at Daytona. Oh yeah. That way we won't forget a bunch of stuff that we yeah. want to talk about. I know. You know, uh, that will be fun. At our age, we 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 do we, tend to forget things. Yes. But uh, Dwayne has some homework. He is going to wear his Moto Skivvies motorcycle compression riding socks made with aloe at the office for the rest of the week, <laughs> uh, and just see how those work. While he sits at his desk, and you have to sit in the riding position. In the riding position, <laughs> yeah. Can I bring some handlebars into the yeah, office? Yeah, yeah. Be great. Hang them there next, you know, on your keyboard. Yeah, be wear awesome. your helmet. Yeah, we'll get a picture of that put on Instagram. Yeah, that was like, Instagram yeah. gold with the late Abe Lincoln picture that you put on Instagram. Right. Instagram is where it's at. I mean, social media is taking over our lives. That picture, which is odd, that hat I was wearing. Was two hundred and fifty dollars. I never even looked at the price. Two, all of those hats that they wear that are like the top hat looking things, are a hundred. In the parking lot of the Harley shop in Destination Daytona. Yes. The two hundred fifty dollar hat. Two hundred fifty dollar. And you hat. were handling it like you were going to buy it or something. Yep. Wow. It wasn't a Stetson. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we're going to do? We're going to get a picture of you in a Stetson at Daytona. Hey, where do we do that at? Not the cowboy store down there somewhere. I don't know. Um, next. Oh, what is next, Brian? What's on your list there? I'm down to the end. Well, then we had a great podcast. <laughs> Take us out of here, Brian. Hey, thanks for listening to the Upshift podcast with your host, Dwayne and Brian. Shark Nation, Rogue Glide Limited, Dwayne over there, and just Rogue Glide Standard over here with Brian. But uh, thanks for listening. Check us out on Spotify. Check us out on Anchor. Check us out on, soon to be, iTunes Podcast. Podcast. That's right. All right. Thanks. Thank you. See ya.